I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My My Girlfriend Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back to another episode of Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. I'm Justin Perez. And uh, we are your boyfriend sitting on the couch watching TV shows with you that we don't necessarily want to watch. Grumbling quietly to ourselves and then chiming in with a great point yeah. about the male psyche yeah. of the characters. Because uh, you guys care. That's what it is. You guys care about it. You just don't want to admit it. Like I said, we've admitted it on many other episodes that there are certain shows that we get into it and we just go, you know, that jacks. I just uh, <laughs> sticks in your mind for a little while. Fair. Uh, we got another voice on the podcast today. Uh, if you hear it, uh, it sounds very, very familiar. Uh, if you're in the reality show world, uh, I actually didn't even ask before we started how you want to be introduced, which was r- very rude of me and very unprofessional. What a dick. I know. Such <laughs> a boyfriend. This is why I don't have one. Um, this is why I'm gay. Uh, you can I'm sorry I- that I turned you with my yeah. unprofessionalist. God, I, w- I was like on the brink of being into men. Then I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah. Um, my name is Darren Karp. I am Andy Cohen's assistant, chief of staff of Most Talkative. I'm also a host and producer at Bravo. And I have my own podcast called Martinis and Murder, yes. uh, which is on Oxygen. You can find it anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Yes. yes. I've listened Absolutely. to a few episodes. Very good times. Oh, thank you. I'm thank a big you. fan of murder. So We discussed Ed Kemper today, like Ooh. right before. I'm a few drinks in, so I apologize uh, for my <laughs> potty mouth here, but it was quite gross quite yeah. gross and quite savage <laughs> Can so. you, I, I always get Ed Kemper Ed Gain and a couple of other Eds in, uh, mixed up in my head a lot of Ed murders Ed Gain did we, like up, the, uh, we bought up Ed Gain a lot Ed, Ed Gain he, he did like he would wear people's skin he, uh, he had, had like, like a lampshade built of vulvas like yeah, a, a yeah. nipples and stuff yeah, on he had him the like thing. Yeah, super stylish New Yorker yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Like chic. That's what it's all chic about. as fuck. He's all over Fashion Week. Totally. He's wearing the nipples. If He's you're wearing gonna the wear lips. fur, you can wear a vulva. Okay, you can do it, people. It's twenty exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, so what did Ed Kemper do? I I forget. Ed his... Kemper. Had, it was a lot of mommy issues. Yeah. Um, he's about six foot eight, a three hundred pound guy. You probably know him. Maybe if you ever seen Mindhunter on Netflix, there's a I've... guy that plays him, okay. and he basically. Just to give kind of a long story short, kills a bunch of co-eds, but realizes he's only killing to after fights with his mother. So he eventually ends up, he kills his grandfather, his grandmother, then kills his mother, Finally. confesses to all the murders because that was like his therapy, mm. and then admits to everything, shows the cops where his, the bodies are. He's still in prison today, and he talks to a lot of people about the mind of a serial killer. So he yeah. actually sort of helps. Yeah. The scene He's now. He's like the Frank Abagnale. Exactly. Of, uh, like he, he, he even though he murdered a ton of people, he like kind of redeems himself. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's quite fascinating. Yeah, it's a really yeah. good psychological thriller. And, yeah. and most people don't know he's the grandfather of Ellie Kemper. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's no, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm also gonna be like, are you kidding me? Because Ellie Kemper's like the sweetest yeah. person in the it's world. Weird. Like, I, like so quirky. I was like, that's an she's hiding act. something. God she's damn it! She's hiding a personal rage within her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That Fuck every you, Justin, ginger has. Yeah, exactly. Just pure yeah. rage within them. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so this is our. Well, this, you're the first uh, guest that we've had that I think also has a girlfriend. I do. Yeah, yeah. we've yeah. had. Yes. We've had gentleman on so far t- actually i guess the only guy we had was chris last week right we chris we had selena copic and then uh that's about it the, yeah for guests so darren you uh you are in the club with us yes that was all actually, right that was one of the things that you said in the email when we were uh email exchanging you yes. said that uh this will be great because i also have a girlfriend yes it's <laughs> so perfect right in. uh and we were also we were doing some research mm-hmm. uh a little bit of research before because oh, we no. know each other but not like well right. really so we were kind of looking at some stuff online and by research I mean the first page of Google. I was going to say, did you name. Google yeah, image yeah. and then like yeah. see my yearbook photo and, and you're like, end, 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 of and end of research. <laughs> yeah, you guys are basically FBI agents. That's yeah, what yeah, they yeah, do, right? Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, first page good. of Google. That's <laughs> uh, so we were looking at uh, a couple of things and, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously looked at your website. Yes. One of the quotes on your website is that uh, you, I, I'm paraphrasing at this point, but you play well with the guys and the girls. Yes, I do. do I can you, I can pal around with the girls and the boys pretty much. What exactly? does that entail because we were talking before the the show started and we stupidly assumed that 
this podcast would interest you (laughs) (laughs) because it's about reality TV and stuff like that. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, maybe Darren, even she works in this. It's like, you know, with podcasting stuff, I work in podcasting, but sometimes I just like to leave work at work and go home and listen to anything but a podcast. Sure. So is do your elements cross over into like uh like sports and stuff like that would you rather be watching something else than reality tv is what i'm saying i watch a lot of reality tv i mean i sort of gave you the stuff that we watch bottom line i watch a lot of tv period Mm -hmm. so i watch a ton of reality tv i watch a ton of scripted the only type of tv i'm not overly into is anything like magical or mythical i I don't (laughs) i never like i saw all the harry potter movies but i stopped reading at like the fourth book Mm -hmm. like i just kind of gave up on that i i don't see like fantastic beasts and where to find them like that's not my type of genre you see like a game of thrones or anything like i do watch game of thrones oddly and the reason i watch game of thrones was because everyone wouldn't shut the fuck up about it yeah and i was like I just have to see it, but it, it and I appreciate it. But it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. No, I'm with you on that. You know, like I watch the leftovers. Like I'll watch it, but it's just it's great. I appreciate the production of it, yeah. and that's about it for me. And I like the story, and I'll keep watching it. Um, but there's a lot of crossover in my life. I mean, I grew up as an athlete. I grew up. Uh, really into math and science like not my brother was sort of like the artsy guy like we because mm-hmm. o- we look almost exactly alike even though he's older so I always say he's like the feminine to my masculine didn't you I, didn't you wear his clothes growing up uh, I did that's, very good thank you very, very much wow that's some reasons that might be second page of Google second page Google that might have been page two <laughs> you did true. your research thank Justin you very much. we may have been late but we did do some research <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's fair um, well we're going to the same place tonight anyway yeah, so totally, it doesn't really yeah, matter um, but I did wear his clothes growing up and you know to some extent like the tomboy thing still lives within me i mean now i sort of wear all black like i'm going to a funeral all the time literally i mean you can't get me out of it but um (laughs) i I am this sort of tomboy where i had a bunch of friends that were guys i just find myself relating a lot better to men Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's just by general nature or the fact that i know what it's like to date women Mm. you know (laughs) shout out to all the women out there um but at the same time i have my feminine qualities and i like to look good and, and feel nice and so i think that i really can bridge the gap and sort of talk about both perspectives mm-hmm, because yeah. my girlfriend always says that I'm sort of so it's like she's dating a boy like I have I, I think of things very rationally I'm not overly emotional and so I kind of think I'm that Venus Mars person that's yeah. shuttling back and forth like right. I can explain to you while your girlfriend's pissed but I can also tell the girlfriend like your boyfriend makes a little sense here. Yeah, you know yeah, what right. I mean? Like <laughs> The voice of reason. Re- the voice of reason on both sides is what right. I kind of like to say. And I think that's why my friends always come to me for relationship advice. Yeah. Even gay guys. They just kind of like come to me and I... I don't know. I have this this way about me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think that even just goes into your... Just your basic personality? Because you're at a point... I feel like you're... To say even breaking through into like the broadcasting mm-hmm. end of this is is silly. You're you're pretty much through. You oh know? wow, like, thank you. To a point Congrats, where like you can stop right. Now. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Okay, good. Can I retire? Pack it up. Go to the Hamptons. Good to go. It's all Five done. grand in my pocket's gonna last a while. Yeah. Uh, like to like I was saying when I came in here, my girlfriend wanted me to like tell you that she's a fan, basically. Yeah. Uh, which means you're reaching people, and uh, I guess. In this world, do you see that like your personality, I feel like you're even chalking it up to the fact that like, yeah, I could talk to like men, I could talk to women, whatever. But like, I feel like you also have this very like warm kind of Thank like you. endearing thing uh, going on where it's just like you, you have that like Obama quality. Oh, where nice. People are like. People were like, yeah, he just like he looked me in the eyes and he made me feel like you I was just like. You always want to get a drink with Obama. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Politics aside, like who doesn't want to grab a beer with Obama? Totally. Oh, with Obama, oh my God. Yeah. We're like, playing yeah, basketball or something. I would love that. Like yeah. despite my my potty mouth or the fact that I hate everyone and I'm like can be such a miserable bitch. Like yeah. if people want to have a beer with me, that's the best compliment I could get. Like yeah. if people just want to hang, I'm like, great. This yeah. is awesome. You find me interesting. Wonderful. You're starting your career now, but you could essentially be like governor of New York or something. Oh God, I You've wouldn't want that, that pressure. <laughs> no. I would. It's funny because when, you know, Cynthia Nixon was running uh, in New York City and, you know, I have my own politics aside and 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 I have my own political opinions. I'm very passionate about it. But one of the things that got on Cynthia Nixon, I read like the next day was like she ordered like locks on a cinnamon raisin bagel. (laughs) And as a Jew, I'm a Jew. I understand why this is wrong. 
but I've done it before and yeah. I kind of like the sweet salty. Yeah. So Delicious. I was like, maybe I'll vote for Cynthia Nixon just because I feel bad for her about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I can't vote for someone based on a bagel choice. Yeah. But it was just like, <laughs> I felt bad she was getting shit on because I was like, yeah. I don't want to come out as like a cinnamon raisin yeah. bagel salmon fan. So I'm not going to, I'm just going to avoid this. I think it's, in yeah. this day and age, it's more shameful to come out as a cinnamon raisin with locks totally. than an actual lesbian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think if it was like, you're it's way in, more offensive. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people have stronger opinions. If you're like, I'm a lesbian, people yeah. are like, oh, good for you. Yeah, Especially yeah. in anyway. New York. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, in New York, it's like, you're a lesbian? Fuck it. Who cares? Everybody's it's a like lesbian. It's boring now, right? Yeah, right? Like, I always thought that was, like, my interesting quality, and people are like, and? Yeah, like, right. That's exactly, uh, right. Uh, my best friend in college, Chris, he came out when he was 27, 28 almost. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He came out, he, sat, he, he brought me to a bar in Hell's Kitchen, he sat me down, he's like, Justin, I just want to tell you. I'm a gay man. And I was like, cool. You're like, check, please. Get me the fuck out of here. You lied. You said you lied to women. Uh, No, but my reaction was so muted. It was like, all right. Do you want something to drink? Do you want to yeah. ha- like? Yeah. I just moved past it. I didn't really register that it was a big moment for him. And then he sat me down, and then I realized like, oh, it it, it never. It's not a big deal. And at this point, and most people my age in New York City, it doesn't. It's not a big deal. No one. Totally. I mean, yeah. people care, but no one cares. You yeah, know? I mean, we're lucky enough to live in this place, yes. like and live in this bubble or whatever you have it. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Northeast. I'm from a suburb of uh, in New Jersey, like mm-hmm. super close, 12 miles from here. Yeah, I grew up in Jersey too. Yeah, so. Yeah. W- it's pretty it was easy like when I came out to my dad this was 12 years ago now uh, I came out to my dad and we're like taking a walk and you know I mean I felt like it was going to be easier to come out to my dad anyway mm-hmm. like it was just my I felt like my mom was going to be harder because I'm the daughter and the yeah, family yeah. and when I came out to my dad he looks at me and he's like eh, it makes sense men and I mean women are sexy men women <laughs> anyone could say that women <laughs> are sexy Jersey, like, yeah. Yeah, he Jersey was so Jersey with it. And he grew up in Queens he was just like Men and women both find women attractive, so this kind of makes sense. And I was yeah. like, "Cool, yeah, cool, cool." And like, ever and even my brother was like, "So, like, so yeah. I like women too." And I was like, "Great." And the fact that these almost like I don't want to say blew me off, but the fact that they sort of it's, did yeah. that gave me the confidence to be like, "Yeah, I, I am like everybody else." Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't yeah. fucking. That was matter. my exact reaction of like, right. it's, it's a not, it's almost a non-conversation. I was like, uh, "Okay, right." Like, proud of you for saying that. So, what are we that, doing like, the rest of the day? Yeah, yeah right, have, right. Uh, can we take shots now? Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. talk about this for more than an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please, I beg of you. Well, we asked Chris this last week too. Chris Burns. Chris, yeah, Chris. Grew Not up, my friend Chris. Yeah, no, Chris Burns. All yeah, right. <laughs> Chris Burns grew up uh, in. Did he say Long Island? Uh, no, North, up, uh, upstate, upstate New York. Right, yeah. right, by Albany. Uh, and he said that it was basically for him the same sort of thing. No, nobody really cared. Did you ever run into that though? I know it. it you ever I, run into somebody caring? Yeah, I. No, actually, not yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought you meant caring. Like you ever run into somebody caring who is like. Like caring for you? No, no. Who cared that? that who was cared upset? That I was or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who took like, issue with it? Took I issue, actually, yeah. I've been very lucky. I went to college in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, had a bunch of you know fairly liberal friends. Not not politically, just like open. And you know, growing up in the two thousands, we're very lucky that everyone kind of knows someone who's gay now. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I never really had an issue. The hardest thing for me was to admit to myself that I was. But the only issue I ever had was the girl that I dated for a few months before dating my current girlfriend of four years. Um, her, she was a um, a Southern Baptist from Alabama, Ooh. and not out. And when her mother found out, uh, threatened my life and called really? me up oh and and called me the I won't say I'm on the podcast, but basically the worst at work while I was at work uh, in Andy's office. Actually, it's the only time I've ever cried at work. Get out of here! And uh, threatened my life with a shotgun that she was going to come to New York and ram it down my. Um, faggy throat and blow my head off and that I wasn't even worth a human like I wasn't even worth like looking at or being like I wasn't a human like on the phone telling this to me as my girlfriend's crying in the background and she's making my girlfriend well I mean ex-girlfriend now at the time come on the phone to tell her that I'm like basically tell me that I'm a worthless piece of shit and that she's choosing her mom over me whoa yeah so So she she, she, she was like this girl's name was Evan and she, Darren and Evan is like the gayest fucking lesbian couple ever. Name. And that I get it. Like my brother's name is Evan too. My sounds like a, yeah. a 90s boy band. Andy was like, really, Darren? Like, you're going to date a girl named Evan? Like, Evan. like, yeah. like Darren and Evan doing yeah. their hit back to back or whatever. And, right, exactly. And the worst part is, I was like, that's my brother's name. So yeah. like, when I was texting, I always had to make sure I was texting the right Evan. Oh, like, just, yeah, but you yeah, don't want to yeah. confuse it. You don't want to send my, a, the wrong photo to, I've to done your that brother. A lot. Yeah. My older brother would have 
crumbled and died. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I spared him for his that. His eyes would have fallen out of <laughs> his head. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, and so her mother, you know, was like, "Evan, get on the phone and tell her that you hate her and you're choosing me over her." And you know, did it through tears. And I never heard from her again. Oh, you never heard god. from Evan again. Never again. It's been wow. four years. It's been four years. That, that is insane. wild. Never again. Blocked is she still in New York? No, she moved back to Alabama. I know that. Moved back wow. to Alabama because I had to call a lawyer in case because she said that her mother said when she was coming here, she was going to bring her gun. Ooh, so if yeah. I showed up, you have to go on record that someone's yeah, threatening yeah. your life. Totally. And so I had to call one of my friends who's a lawyer and go on record and say that this happened. I was going to call the police. Um, but there's really nothing that you can... I didn't record the conversation. I yeah, wasn't yeah. expecting that. Right. Um, <laughs> and that was the only time... You know, and that's a different life. You know, like a, a, a Baptist... A, a Southern Baptist in Alabama, I don't expect them to be living like an Upper East Sider in Manhattan. Like, oh, I don't no. expect them to have the same background, the same beliefs. Sure. You know, I think it was obviously horrible from a parent's perspective to do that to your daughter. Yeah. But and I how mean, old were you I, at the time of this? Uh, this was four years ago, so I was 26. Oh imagine yelling as an adult, like yelling at a 26-year-old. Could you imagine, no, could you imagine what Evan felt? Like, I felt bad for Evan. I got to go back to work for my very gay boss in a very <laughs> yeah, yeah. gay network yeah, in a yeah, very yeah. gay city and like yeah. everyone was like comforting me yeah evan had to go back to alabama and right. realize that her mom really was like this oh. yeah you right. know what i mean like yeah. that psychological torture i honestly can't even which imagine. is such a such a just a stark uh uh difference between your experience where your dad was like yeah, yeah women, like, are are women look women yeah. 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 yeah yeah suck it fuck it whatever right exactly exactly <laughs> you know? that's and pretty then, much what it was oh, i dated a girl from alabama so also oh from alabama yeah uh, wait what were you gonna say i, I dated a girl oh that's the only <laughs> one thing time we had <laughs> yeah, yeah, way yeah. back in the day you're over it now yeah, yeah it was a good time yeah <laughs> uh i dated a girl from alabama though who it never got to that point and in fact um she came to new york a couple years after all this happened and her her grandparents were with her like old fucking Alabama yeah oh my god and they were actually very nice to me but I remember going on dates with her and she things were getting like not like serious but like maybe like six seven dates you know like we liked yeah, each other starting to develop something yeah. Yeah. yeah and I remember her telling me that it would like she's like this is like fun and it's like a cool fling and everything but I could never take you home to Alabama because you're Italian <laughs> And then so I, like, oh, I, thought, I, I thought I only had to be white. Yeah, right. like, I, I called I like, as a white man. Enough. Right, exactly. No, no, that's you're not. No, we're going back go. to 1930s I mean, prejudice. God. It yeah, was bizarre. Like, it was the first time I had ever heard that, that someone was just like, ah, sorry, you're not white enough for my family. Oh, like, yeah. oh my God. And it's not like, it, it, she wasn't even trying to be mean. It was just more like. I'm protecting you a little bit. It was, yeah, it was just more like, like, you know. This is just fun. This is like this is not gonna like we're, I like you, yeah. but like but, uh, you're yeah. greasy Italian. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We own the plantation. Like an Italian, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I like your food, but I don't really want to talk to you. Uh, I like yeah. the Godfather Weird. one and two, yeah. but yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, well, that's it. We'll go ahead. We were. Gonna, I had a segue, but no, no, can, go to the segue. Well, I I, st- I wanted to start. Uh, just I had some questions for you regarding like the the shows that you guys do here sure. and just like like all the stuff that you're involved in. Yeah. First off, um. I guess I, I'm going to get rid of that segue. But the first question <laughs> I really had was um, when the people come in to do, I'm assuming you're, you know, around Watch What Happens Live. Sure. At least every now and then. Sure. Right. And I know you do interviews with these people and at least have relationships with some of these people. Who do you find that you have, not like names specifically, but like maybe, let's say like cast. Mm-hmm. In terms of people who come in in the cast, who do you find that you like sort of have the best relationships with? Like if somebody comes in, like because we were mentioned before, like who knows my name and who's like shooting the shit with me, like yeah, right off the like, bat. Who's like Darren? What's up? How who's you a good doing? Hang? The good hang or Vanderpump Rules. Okay, uh, Shaw's of Sunset. Both Shaw, of those. We love oh, Shaw. Both of them. Uh, Shaw's. Our theories are correct. Yes, and no shade on any other cast. Yeah. Everyone is so nice to me. Um, but the younger casts I think like it. see themselves in me and yeah. you know we're very similar age certainly the Vanderpump Rules kids you know Stassi and I are almost exactly the, like born on the same day so yeah. there's a lot of similarities and like I'll go out with them like when the Cubs won the World Series two years ago two years I ago, think yeah. it was I was at a bar with the Vanderpump Rules kids like in the meatpacking district yeah. all hanging out Just and hanging I was like out. what is my life what are we doing yeah, like, yeah. what is happening but they're so nice I text them all the time and they're just great fun people yeah yeah Alyssa was t- we had Alyssa on yeah uh, 
three, four, three, four weeks ago, and she was also talking about how great the Shaw's people are, and that is so. That makes me feel so good. It's not just an act. Honestly, I yeah. posted. I posted a photo on my Instagram today of me and Andy and his parents because it was like bring your parents to work day, so yeah. they had to do this panel. And MJ always comments on them, and she's like. You're so fucking cute. Yeah. I love you so much. And we like flirt all the time. Like me, me, her and Reza are like yeah. in this uh. thing. And she's just the sweetest person yeah. and so supportive yeah, and just yeah. a lovely, lovely human. We when that when we first watched that show, that was the first show that we kind of like uh Did you start from season one? I I tried starting. <laughs> no, because we're on like season seven or eight yeah, now. So. We started from the beginning yeah, of season luck. seven. We literally just parachuted in, and we're like, "Oh, it's a whole life here." Yeah, yeah. and uh, we got some favorite characters. We we like uh, really all of them, to be honest. Yeah, there's not really a character we we dislike. We uh, we decided though. I, I watched last week's episode, uh, or at least I watched like most of it at least, mm-hmm. and because uh, it's on in the background doing laundry with the girlfriend. Sure, of course. Uh, it's the way it's meant to be. Of watched. course, they have. <laughs> actual like time periods where it's exactly one load of laundry yeah. <laughs> yeah. before the commercial before break the that's commercial. how we program yeah. you that's didn't know that guys bravo. You guys that's didn't how know we this? do that <laughs> oh, you guys are learning the tricks of the trick uh, but I was watching it this week and uh, I guess the, the week before there had been an altercation between uh, Mike and Reza mm-hmm. where I guess some, some tea got spilled and uh, Reza said something that he wasn't supposed to say that was sort of like a secret uh, that Mike was like holding on to and like Mike's got this whole long history of like divorce and like kind of kind of womanizing and stuff like a that. Player, yeah, he's yeah. a player, right? A player. Uh, eventually, they there's this like whole buildup on the episode, and then they get to a point where him and Reza kind of like talk it out, and uh, they're like they're both getting like so emotional, and you can see that they're like they're just trying to like actually talk to each other and like hear each other and then they both start crying and they have like a hug and i just i watched that and i was just like these two guys are just like these are the most like transparent personalities yeah. maybe on bravo period i'm just right. watching this like this is like a beautiful thing and i don't think that you would necessarily see it on a lot of other like sh- like a lot of these other shows because sure. like we have our opinions on some of these people but i don't i don't really like i don't see somebody like Jax, and i keep going back to Jax. it's an easy like name. anywhere else on tv is what yeah, you're saying yeah yeah right I, I don't see a lot of these like reality Specifically for males i think the women definitely have those conversations all the time and in, in every single reality but, show but i would say definitely for the males i don't see that a lot but on, they also like a lot of those yeah. female uh, confrontations, I feel like explode. Where it's like you watch the Real Housewives of New York or whatever. Like the, the New the York finale was like right. fucking was just bang bang. It was just like totally. It was literally like a like a a, a powder keg and a match got lit and it was just three episodes of like of felt like Andy just like restraining everybody. It just like <laughs> all right, like just a whip in there. Like calm down, yeah, yeah sit down. You're acting like beasts, <laughs> yeah, today, right. as he's known to say. You're acting crazy. like beasts. Where like the difference is, I all, I I feel like those two guys we're literally like all right we like we have a problem like fuck honestly fuck tv like we have to fix this because like yeah. we're old friends like if you if i did something that bothers you i'm sorry and they broke down and cried and i was just watching this just like holy shit this is like where do you see this well that's you know? the thing i think about bravo and andy always says that bravo really helps you to embrace your authentic self yeah definitely around the office environment you know certainly me and andy super supportive of everyone here but also on air and i think Unlike other networks that have reality shows, you know, you can see the authenticity with something like Shaw's or Vanderpump Rules because all those people were friends way before they got on the camera. Right. Yeah. So they have that history. You know, yeah. real world is interesting because you're bringing seven strangers into a house that don't know anything. Right. Put alcohol there. Watch it combust. Right. But there's no like you slept with my girlfriend. Like everything happens within that what ten week time frame or yeah, however yeah, long yeah. they're on there. But Mike and Reza go back. I mean, MJ and Reza have had sex before when they were 18. Right, like 30 They're years ago. They're 45 years <laughs> yeah, old. It's one of the funniest he, things ever. Oh, my ever. God. And I asked Reza on my video for the weekly pregame, I was like, describe having sex with MJ in one word. And he's like, juicy. I was like, that's all I need to know. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm never having, se- I'm never having sex with a woman again. I'm never having sex with a woman again. Imagine I'm someone describes sex with you. Describe sex with Darren You Karp. are not a- Juicy. Yeah, you're not allowed to interview my girlfriend because I don't even want her to remotely hint at that. Oh, that's yeah. There's like certain words horrendous. you never want associated with you. It's like my yeah. mom saying moist. Yeah. yeah right. oh, She'll God. describe like a, like a tenderloin or some type of meat she had and she was like, Justin, it was so moist. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I'm good on that. You're like, 
<laughs> I like meat, but I don't fucking want that tenderloin anymore. Yeah, that's I, too I, tender I for me. That's yeah. Why. <laughs> That's, I, yeah. that, no, that's why then. Yeah. Uh, you don't want any moist vegetables either, nope, though. No. Uh, moist but, nothing. We're a moist free zone. Yeah, yeah. see, moist free zone. Even the word. Ugh. No, it's notoriously bad. bad There's yeah. so many words. Like breast, I hate that word breast. breast. Yeah, so what, how do you how do you describe it? I'm really, I like to say boobs. Like Boob? even tits feels too sexual. Yeah. Like I don't want to be like, oh my God, your tits look great tonight. Okay. Yeah. You know, like boobs, it's like, one girl to another but tits right. feels like I'm a lesbian prowling on yeah. top of you being like your tits <laughs> yeah. look fucking good man it like, does feel very prowly it's sexual yeah. it's, it's tits predatory and, t- and titties is, is sp- like titties is funny yeah well, titties yeah. is yeah. funny titties like, is funny I imagine the, the best time to say titties is like if you just happen to come across yeah, oh, like an open field of titties. You go, oh look, titties. What, yeah, yeah. What are like, the chances? Here's a field of titties. But if yeah. I'm directing it at one person, yeah, yeah. I can't. Like, I'll just be like, great boobs. Your boobs look awesome tonight. Tits also feel to me like uh, something Sand? that like my grandpa oh. would have said to like my like my my mom when she was like 16. Like, hey, put your tits away, Bob's. Put your tits away right That's now. You're not going you. out like that. Bob, put your tits away. Bob, put your tits away. <laughs> yeah. Put your hooters away. Yeah. Put your jugs. What's your word for the uh, lady part down? Um, I would say vagina. vagina. I, you know, I, 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 there's this whole movement of embracing the word pussy. I mm-hmm. just don't think pussy. I like saying pussy in terms of like, you're being such a fucking pussy today. Yeah. yeah. But there's this whole movement where it's like, we don't want to denigrate that term. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. why is being weak associated with being right. a, a pussy? You know, no. and, and that I understand. Uh, it's just fun to say in that regard, but not <laughs> sexual for me. So yes. I would say vagina or, I mean, I'll like, I'll use the word cunt but not to describe a vagina it's but I'll use it as like an insult yeah, to someone amongst yeah. close groups of people let yeah. me just say like yeah, yeah I my have, potty mouth friends you yeah. know yeah I, I, I'm the same way of like once I know like we we all sort of made an agreement we can say the word cunt <laughs> yes, and yes. we're all happy with it and we all know it's not malicious at anybody it's yeah. just a fun it's just a fun of saying it sometimes there's just like a fun word to say like horse shit is just really yeah. fun yeah. to say yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. don't recommend you boys calling any women cunts anytime no, no, soon. No, I, don't, I don't recommend that. I've, you gotta do it literally like in a car when you're driving past somebody. Totally. And they like can't get at you. That's <laughs> yeah. the best time to do it. It's five minutes later, cunt. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, they felt that. Oh, yeah. You're They're not coming back. Down, down yeah. the There's like a series of words that I have joy saying, but I disassociate the meaning of it. Like cocksucker is a great insult. Oh, right. But, totally. you, can, but you can't say it a lot of times because people get either furious or think the actual connotation of sucking a cock. Right. But it's like, no, it's just a great time. It's yeah, just a great yeah. thing yeah, to say. Yeah. There's some release in saying mm-hmm. a curse word. And like, I, I think words are just words. You know, I curse all the time and it's probably not the most professional thing, but there's just some sort of release yeah. of being like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And it's... But words are very important nowadays, and they have a lot of meaning behind them, so you have to be aware. And that brings me to my next question, actually. Uh, From a producer's standpoint, uh, one of the things we... um, I wasn't with you, but we were watching... um, we were watching. Uh, I was with my roommate last night. We were watching uh, the opening basketball night, and I watched uh, that before the show started. A guy named uh, Kevin, you know, basketball, but sure. Kevin Garnett mm-hmm. was on the pregame show, uh, and he was remote. So they were the guys were in Atlanta. He's in Los Angeles. They pipe him in, and they're just talking about basketball. And it's it's TNT, so it's cable. So there's certain words you can't say. Yeah, and he let a shit fly. He was like, this guy doesn't know shit about basketball. <laughs> Can't you say shit on cable, though, now? <laughs> Not on TNT, apparently. Interesting. So they had to, like, dump it out, and they, like, mentioned it after, like, ah, oh, Garnett, like, you got to watch your mouth, whatever. But the thing that I past shit being a bad term though. It's not. It's, it's not. Like and of all the things. Yeah. I'll give you cunt. I'll I'll give sure, you. Sure, I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you anything genitalia sure, related. Yeah. But shit. But here's here's <laughs> where I was wanted to get to with that. So Bravo, obviously, you guys are on cable, too. Yep. There's a lot of things you can't show. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things you can't say without bleeping it out, mm-hmm. whatever. Do you ever see a day that uh, maybe even not necessarily you guys specifically, but do you ever do you think there might be like a shift at some point to like putting something like a Shaws of Sunset on Hulu or Netflix or something where unedited. it's completely unedited. Well, not unedited, but uncensored. But I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not just real no. footage, but uh, like, right. yeah. Unbleeped. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't want to say never say never. Like, the funny thing about, first off, I just think bleeping is like arguably just funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, because you know. 
know what they're saying. Yeah. Right. right. If you're right. like, mother bleep, it's like, yeah. oh, gee, I wonder what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right, right. Uh, so I just think bleeping sometimes is just funny to do in digital videos yeah. when you don't really have to because you have a lot of leeway in digital. Uh, I don't want to say never say never. I mean, sure. Um, as long as it probably wouldn't denigrate our brand in any sort of way. Sure. I see no problem with it. I mean, even on Watch What Happens Live, which is live, seven-second delay, right. you know, there was an instance where James Kennedy was on, I think with Lala from mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules, and Those they two. were cursing so unbelievably much. And Andy wasn't offended in terms of them cursing. It's annoying to have to listen to 45 bleeps right. yeah. as an audience member. So he was like, guys keep it down you know what i mean and like if it hadn't been bleeped i don't think it would have been a huge issue but so it's mostly an auditory thing as opposed to a brand thing um but sure i mean why not i mean i guess i think people are going to start loosening up a little bit on curse words you know certainly george carlin's like piss shit you know tits whatever it's like we say piss yeah like piss is nothing and i see shit all the time and i watch love island which is on hulu now which is a british reality show okay episode have you? They curse. They, they say great, fuck. They have some great but accents in the, too. I feel like in England, uh, I think are that they, they looser get, with it or do I they believe they're, they're much looser? In I think okay, that that's what I thought. I'm pretty sure there's in England, a show that I watched that I we've talked about on the on the air before uh, called Oh my God, uh, Naked Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. No, 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 not Naked and Afraid. It's a show. It's uh, six contestants and one person is trying to pick somebody out. They stand behind a screen and then slowly it rises. It shows their like genitals, their n- nude body. You're seeing penises. Yeah. You're seeing penises. You're seeing vaginas. And then they eliminate one person out of the five. Then it comes up to the chest. You see the chest. If it's a if it's a woman, they eliminate another person. Then they show their face. Eliminate another person. Then they the person speaks. Eliminate one more person. And then the contestant gets naked. And then the contestant has to choose the, out of the final two people. It's crazy. And you see every single thing. I, it's the craziest show I've ever seen, and it's on in England. It's kind of I I actually like England or you know the UK or Europe yeah. in general as a model because I think in what's odd about the United States, even though that we're so progressive and this and that and best doctors and technology, mm. there's this like we don't we don't value like sex and nudity like in the, like people like showing a penis is like <gasps> yeah. oh my god but it's we weird. all have something right? right like everyone has genitalia i mean the funny thing is is in new york city it's actually legal for women to walk around topless yeah. Yeah, and aware. there is one woman <laughs> and i bless you i love you that one woman if you listen to this who walks around topless yes. like in this area and i'm like yeah. fuck yeah and 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 i think you know men or culture has sexualized boobs you mm-hmm. know because like literally it's the same thing just like well not me because i'm completely flat but like <laughs> they're nipples with me yeah, yeah, yeah nipples with me it's the same thing it's just right. plumper you guys That's right what like, i always tell my girlfriend to get to get it going between us i go let me see the nipples, nipples with me, me. <laughs> whip them out daddy's hungry i, I do i do i, I touch, on the I, skillet i, I touch an inner thigh hungry. and i go baby give me that lady bacon and she's like i'm gonna fucking kill you you are the worst person ever me forever i am not a strip of meat and i'm like right now you are sizzle baby sizzle yeah. um god i'm gonna get fired after this um, no i think no, you're fine but we promoted. you know we yeah, promoted and he's like oh you're amazing um but we definitely like look down upon sex in in a lot of weird ways in the united states and for me it's like nudity is not taboo right it's not a big deal the way i would describe it is going to a nude beach uh is first five minutes are fun minute six you're like all right what's next you're like everyone's naked it's not that interesting yeah it's really not interesting after like five minutes Porn exists. Like you've seen people naked in your life. Like what is the big deal? What is so offensive yeah. about it? I don't understand. That being said, I don't think you have to like show off every nook and cranny of your body. You know, there was a Seinfeld episode where it was like, "There's good naked and bad naked." Yeah, right, right. And it was like crouching naked, <laughs> yeah, not it's good bad. naked. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but like standing, walking around, good God, naked yeah. on a woman. That seriously is the worst. Just trying when, like, to open a jar of Did, peanuts, dude. If naked. I'm like eating naked, not I, a good thing. I'm I've not dropped, it. I've dropped things under the bed before. And I've been like completely naked, and like Lex has like walked in with like my my ass out to the door. <laughs> see, no one wants to see that. At my fucking naked crack—it's just disgusting. It's gross. Yeah, yeah it's gross. but it's like you don't mean for it to happen. But sometimes but you just like, like <laughs> walk into a bad situation. You're just like fucking a. But people some, would find that notice. offensive in a show, and I'm like, right. no, but we all have butts. Like it's right. a butt. Who cares? Yeah, it's get a right. butt. But I do, and that was sort of like the other end of kind of what I was. Uh, 
asking about, I guess, because any producing that I've done has really been audio, and I've never really had to put together a mm-hmm. like um, a show for an audience. Well, I guess live stuff too, but comedy's not like. Well, you actually were naked for the guys we fucked show. I've been naked a lot on stage. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah, I, I have a pretty laissez faire. Um, I I did a show. I've done I've done shows where I had to do stand up. Well, you've done a show. I did do the <laughs> naked roast battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a naked uh, stand up act. Um, it wasn't my act. It wasn't like I I I toured around the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Showing <laughs> off your nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On the stage. <laughs> See him bare his soul in his balls. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I, it, but I, I did a show where I, I do stand up naked for 10 minutes. It was fine. And then I did a show for Guys We Fucked, this podcast, where I'd come out naked. I'd do like a couple like, oh, awkward bridge. Look at my penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. I, You know, I did the stopwatch. Do you know the stopwatch? I don't. It's when you take the penis and put it over your wrist like a stopwatch. And then you say, hashtag time's up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's see, see, I can't do that. You know no, what I no, mean? No. Like, I'm, I'm physically incapable of doing uh, you that. Know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, right. I guess you like the equipment. My, For, my penis isn't big enough is what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say. It's, oh, I got you, I got uh, yeah, you. Don't embarrass me here. Uh, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, Here's a question unrelated completely to, to nudity. Probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> for, no, no. Yeah. Good pivot. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy pivot. Uh, let's ban him. Uh, no, I have a question. What is a normal sure. day for you? Like you come into the office. Yeah. At... I usually get in if it's a normal day at around 11. Okay. 11 or 1130. Um, I've been with Andy for seven and a half years. So, oh. you know, my job has really changed. You know, when I first started, I started as an NBC page and I was strict corporate. You know, I was the coordinator for the head of production and development at Bravo. Strict hours, you know. I mean, was in at nine, out by six, uh, five days a week, you know, uh, worked at home when I needed to, but got overtime. And then slowly and slowly and slowly, you know, him and I left and I'm not staff here anymore. And so there was a lot of like, I work when I need to work and I get to do all these other things, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. So my, I don't really have a typical day, but yeah. if it's, if it's one but of like my today, more, like, like without getting into things you, yeah. you can't talk about, like. You, you came into at 11 and what did you do when you first got Came here? into 11. I met Ar- Andy's parents because we were doing uh, Bring Your Parents to Work Day and they cool. were doing a panel. Yeah. So I met with them. I hung out with them. I watched the panel for about an hour. I was late to this other podcast that I was doing called Hold Up, Hold Up with this guy, Sean Kilby, who's amazing. Did, we were did talking. you tell him, hold up, hold up, I'm yeah, going to be late? It, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's, it, you watch something, uh, you know, a TV show or whatever and then you see if it holds up today. So we ah. watched Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, so the I, first one with Johnny Depp? First one with Johnny Depp. I'd never seen it. Yeah. And so we talked about that And then I was late to another meeting Ran back to 30 Rock uh, Studied about Ed Kemper So I went from Nightmare ah. on Elm Street to Ed Kemper <laughs> Recorded that podcast Did more work before seeing you guys in my oh. office Today so was actually a really busy recording day Yeah, yeah. Um, But sometimes it's just office hours you know i have to do a lot of work for martinis and murder i have my own side gigs i want to be a game show host so i try and create game shows all the do time you really yeah, yeah that's my dream i've known that's that awesome. that's my ultimate and dream and you thought the best way to do it was to go and be a local news person that is right look at see justin's the winner today and justin I, I, is, he's justin not had nude just for the audience out there he's not nude and if you were <laughs> nude you would have gotten 10 points for gryffindor but because you're not you're you're, you're losing here <laughs> can i tell you the best thing ever so before we came here i texted mike a screenshot of, of an interview you did oh yeah. this is not my fault but oh ahead. no it is uh, so I, I i texted him a screenshot and it's an interview you did and it says uh i uh some of the things i like to do for success i like getting to places early so i screenshot it to mike with the hope of getting here early so at 6 15 oh, i text mike it? i go i'm here baby <clears throat> and he goes uh some traffic uh I, I couldn't find the wires uh i, I but i'm still gonna be there at 6 30 and i go I fucking sent this to yeah, you. I don't know, man. It was six thirty-seven when you guys texted me. So <laughs> you guys are now on my shit list. My fucking roommate. Wow. See these wires Here we that go. we're using. Look yeah. at him blame someone else. Yeah. They're yeah. all. I am gonna blame someone else. Yeah. Harrison, I'm gonna kill you when I see you. Uh, he, uh, he. These wires that we're using are like my backup wires, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know I had. I found them, thank God. Oh, good. But the wires that we usually use were missing last time Justin and I recorded in my living room they were in the living room and now they're gone and Fucking that's probably Harrison, because man. we hide the TV remote from Harrison so he can't watch TV because we don't like him hanging out in the living room <laughs> but so then you deserve why are you living with this guy it was a move I don't want you watching TV in the, in we, the common we area we hide the we TV like him. from him because he doesn't deserve it <laughs> do you lock the fridge is he allowed to fucking eat we, we hide our, we hide our plates from him 
He's oh a he's God. a bad roommate. He Justin, d- are you sure you want to stay on this podcast <laughs> with Mike? Do you know uh, he's an it's Italian? Do you know that? Yeah, man, like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh my God. We moved into a house where we have literally, it, it, it's in Queens and it's me and Lex is like, we're going to live here for a year, save up and like move to like this neighborhood yeah you know we're gonna the, like the other side of the street in queens you mean <laughs> yeah. save up because i'm still living we're in queens to a store yeah, yeah right exactly. wow fancy yeah, right. we basically like we're living there and like we have four other three other roommates with us so we've literally got to like live with three other people oh and it's God. too much and this is why like wires go missing and all this bullshit goes missing and that's why i'm six minutes late to these podcasts sometimes <laughs> um it was seven, seven but yeah who's who's damn who's I, I mean i was just standing in front of j crew like where's this fucking yeah, god damn it i almost was like you know what guys i can't just, work on it i was afraid of that um i don't like being late it's it, i have ocd and it's just a huge you know i mean listen during the work day meetings run late traffic happens like that happens all the time it's mostly like when you're going out to drinks with someone you know those people that are just like we're at a party they're always late like they're always yeah. a half an hour late and i'm like why and if it's just me and you and this other person, I'm like, you don't really respect my time. Like, it's one thing if you're coming out of a doctor, you have an emergency, things happen. Sure. But I just have these people that are just notoriously late. Mm-hmm. I'm like, set your fucking clock a half yeah. an hour early. Like, I am here spending my time to be with you. You should respect me like I respect you. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, I'm just teasing you about tonight. No, like, totally. That stuff I'm happens, not, but it's but... the one-on-one stuff that I'm like, you're not cool when you're late, dude. Yeah, it doesn't look cool. Totally, like, totally. You're basically it's saying rude. your time is more important than my time. And yeah. I don't give a shit about your time and I'll show up when I want to show up like okay fine then I'm never going to see you again because I have better <laughs> things to do have you it's worked true. with people that are like that yeah I worked with people that are like that are just like constantly late I mean listen if they're ahead of me in the job there's not really much I can do about it happy to wait for as long <laughs> as Andy co- like Andy's actually very prompt almost all the time I like, I, I he's so you, would... you know listen he's got the greatest assistant in the world right That's so I keep, yeah. I keep him Who's going his assistant? Some schmuck. I don't even know. Some Italian schmuck. I don't, you don't even want to talk about it. Um, she's she's cool. Um, but I will always, like, like, I would never complain to someone like that. But there are other people where it's like, you know, I've had informationals with interns before. And it's a little bit like, you know, get here on time. Like, I'm taking yeah. time out of my workday to come meet with you. Be there. Be, be, be ready, willing, and able to meet with me. I was always almost a nazi about it when i was you know i'd rather i've just went by the mantra half an hour early better than five minutes late yeah, try totally. my best to do that all the yeah. time yeah absolutely uh so going back to you and your girlfriend yeah uh we won't keep you too much longer no we have, I, we have parties I have questions about the last scenario yeah. wait you, okay go ahead Justin. with alabama did you live with her Never. I've never lived with any girlfriend I've ever been with. You are an anomaly in the lesbian world. Don't I know it? You know, there's a lot of. <laughs> Do you argu- know this? There's a lot no. of. Um, there's a lot of articles that come out that's like the lesbian U haul stereotype is debunked. I'm like, no, it's no, not. And I was like, no, I, it's and not. Not I, even I, lesbians. Wait, I know. You say the lesbian U haul. You've never yeah, it's heard like, of what this. Do a le- what does a lesbian bring on a second date? A U haul. Oh, that's hilarious. They move in I didn't super know that. quick, and I. I have. I'm not saying this like I know black people. Did you just call me a they? What an <laughs> asshole! Like 2018. No, I'm sorry, they them. Yeah. Uh, no, no, but like, so you're I, Puerto Rican doesn't mean you can get away with uh, it. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Bueno. Uh, but I have lots of lesbian friends, and it's like a very true thing. And I was like, all right, well, it's not just a stereotype. It is a ongoing joke within the lesbian community. It's a joke, right? It, it's almost a joke how quickly people move in with each other. And you know, in New York City. I don't even find that it's a lot of lesbians. I find that it's a lot of heterosexual couples yep. because it's so expensive, expensive oh my God, yeah. that people are willing to live. You know, it's funny when you were saying like, oh, we live with a bunch of people. Like my girlfriend and I don't live together, but we both live by ourselves. Yeah. So we're literally just hemorrhaging money, yeah, like yeah. hemorrhaging it, hemorrhaging right. it to live by ourselves. And right. everyone's like, we've been dating for four years. So we're like, just what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Right, like, <laughs> what's happening yeah. with you guys? And I'm like, well, we've been together for four years. That's what's happening. Like, we're clearly a good couple. It's working. It's let's working for us. Like, up. let's not rush it. You know. Well, let me ask you this then, and this may be extremely ignorant, but uh, I feel like if you're <laughs> can't wait like, for what's this, going on, like, what's great, happening here? The best Justin? way to word this. <laughs> yeah. I find that like, like Does obviously, she wear skirts and you wear pants. Right, right. No, penis in the relationship. I feel like. Uh, one of the huge factors of me and Lex like living together right now is that like I mean growing up as like a uh, in a, a straight Italian man mm-hmm. uh, the expectation of being married pr- kind of young for you know for my parents being married kind of young and fucking 
having a bunch of kids and like doing it before you're 30, whatever, yeah. was thrust upon me. So there was a part of me that was like, I've sort of decided that I'm with Lex and like, I, I don't think there's going to be another person after this. She's loving my life. Let's just live together because the next step is engagement, marriage, sure. whatever. Right. Is that something that you either have or haven't thought about? Is that like, I'm wondering if that's like a factor for you. It's like, well, what's the rush? I have my own space. She's got her own space. Fuck it. If I if you have like no interest in getting married or not, like I feel like that might be like a factor. Is that something that you consider? Yeah, or I think mean, I about? think for women, especially, you know, when you want to have kids, like there yeah. is, there is a timeline for it. If you want to have them naturally in any sort of way, obviously, adoption is up for anything. But still, you don't want to be seventy five when your kid's four. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. there is a timeline in general that women think about. My mom had told me when I was really young. She was like, I never even thought about children until I was 30. I yeah. just turned 30 this year. Yeah. So I didn't really give it that much thought. I mean, marriage, to me, when you live with that person, that is marriage. Like, the right. difference between living with someone and marrying someone for all intents and purposes is a piece of paper right, that totally. the government gives you yeah. and there's tax breaks. Right, totally. That's it. Totally. Emotionally, you're married to Lex, right? Like, right. I mean, certainly once you live by yourselves together, maybe not with your roommates, maybe it'll change slightly. Mm-hmm. But like, this is it you know what i mean where are we you're a we you're common law in my 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 mind like you're a serious relationship not that my girlfriend and i aren't but i think that's sort of my deterrent right like i don't know if i want children yet i don't even know if i believe in the concept of marriage in that way in that traditional way i certainly would never have a traditional wedding that's just not who i am Yeah, yeah um so i think with carson that's my girlfriend's name with carson uh what's the rush because once that happens i can't reverse it yeah. if we live together and we hate each other it's, it's not over, like yeah, right. okay let's just live separately the rest of our lives right. like that's not gonna happen right, it's right. we're gonna break up so i think both she's almost lived with every single person she's been with and we both have the same hesitations but from different experiences right but um i've never managed to live with any of my not that it hasn't been talked about right uh and i don't really feel that pressure like i feel very i feel very independent as just she i feel good about it i only ever feel pressure when all of my friends are like so what are you doing yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. the next step you feel weird yeah, yeah and i'm yeah. like i does there have to be like can i just be like i i yeah if can i just enjoy this like being a little self-absorbed and traveling everywhere and doing my own thing and having my own sma- space and smoking as much pot as i want wherever yeah. i want like i feel good about that she feels good about that like i'm it's the 21st century baby like, <laughs> yeah honestly i'm you breaking that stereotype in. you gotta sweep it my lex and i are both uh ethnics so we have this expectation that we should be we'll probably have like 11 kids in the yeah, next totally. six years ethnics. but uh, you're I ethnic feel, in ethnics. alabama yeah right she's, she's an mexican ethnic. what do you she's, she's ethnic <laughs> we, you're this is like what we do only in alabama ethnic uh, so then if you guys are living apart <laughs> yeah. how how often do you get thrust into my girlfriend's watching this so now i have to watch this so the funny thing is is i'm obsessed with tv my mm-hmm girlfriend's in music and when I went on a date with her a couple dates before I got to see her apartment and walked into her apartment the one TV she had was in a box in her apartment and oh, I looked geez. at her I go I don't know if this can work like yeah. I have a TV in every room of my own apartment I already own two TVs by yeah. myself and I was like and I have all the apps I have everything I've watched everything like this is my life Right. and the next time I came back her TV was set up so clearly she was interested She d- she's not a TV junkie um, she makes me listen to a ton of bad music because she works at a label like what what kind of just like bad music that we don't even know about yeah like we'll joke because you know she has a lot of artists that come out on like new music fridays you know on spotify they release that so we always listen to it on friday and 98 percent of that shit is just horrendously (laughs) bad i'm like is this the same song an hour later like are they talking i'm very confused she's like no this is you know this is a shoegaze whatever i'm like what what are we talking about really good right i don't know what that is Um, the shows that she actually ends up liking were very big documentary watchers, which okay. I like. So she's like a serious TV watcher. The, her favorite show of all time happens to also be mine, which is Six Feet Under. Okay, and so cool. we have that oh, dark vibe. Um, it's hard to get her to watch shit. Mm-hmm. So she actually would probably be really good for this podcast. She'd be like, yeah. every single reality show my girlfriend makes. Like when I make her come over, she won't come over on Mondays when The Bachelor's on. And I was like, okay. Bachelor in Paradise is four <laughs> hours, babe. Yeah. It's Monday and Tuesday. She's like, guess we're only dating five days a week now yeah. because I'm not subjecting myself I'll to this. I'll see you Wednesday. I will say we were I, up I don't in, have to hear Jordan's thoughts on yeah, uh, right, exactly. like, <laughs> the world. Exactly. And like the drama with him and Jenna or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for our three-year anniversary this last January, 
uh, we were up in the Catskills at my friend's house, secluded. I had to watch this Atlanta cut, and it was coming out like in a few weeks, and I mm-hmm. had to watch this for notes. And I was like, do you mind? Like 45 minutes. She's like, oh, whatever. Like we're by the fire. 10 minutes in, you know, I kind of hear her say like, well, well, what's going on? Like, why are they screaming at each other? I don't understand why Nene Leakes is doing this to Kenya Moore. And I was like, so you're in. Yeah, like, yeah. you just need that push. I don't. Th- I could never see her sitting there kind of watching it. But once I hook her, as you guys know, yeah. you're fucking in. Like, so, you care. Do you think that, though, that, like, people that are, like, that scoff at reality t- TV are sort of just, like, on their high horse? That, like, yeah, really, I- if they sat down and watched it for a couple minutes, they'd have some sort of investment where they're just, like... Okay, like, yeah, Nini said this and, like, you know, I just feel like that is sort of what happened to us where we were sort of like, I guess this isn't If you put anything on and it's interesting, even if it's in the background of you looking at your phone, you will eventually comment and be interested in the drama. Like, that's what I think. Yeah. I, I think if it's good television, it eventually, because really everything is pointless. What's the point of Six Feet Under? Right. Like, Did it change your life? No. No. Like, I, I'm still a piece of shit. I'm still the same person I, didn't I was. I learn anything. No, yeah. Right. I don't know how to run it's a business now. It's all useless. Right. It's all useless. Like uh, The Wire, the greatest show of all time, maybe. Right. It's useless. I'm I maybe a bit more empathetic to people. Tried to get my girlfriend in The Wire and Oz. I watched The Oz like when it came out when I was like eight. Yeah. She goes, That's this a good so, time to watch she goes, it. Oh yeah, this God. is why I'm so fucked up. My this parents is, just like let Oz me do whatever. It's an insane show that it's not accurate yeah. to watch as an eight year old. Every day was rape day at, at Oz. She goes, <laughs> it is a crazy show. It's about prison rape. And my girlfriend goes, this is kind of boring. What? Yeah, right. How it's is boring? prison rape boring? Like, yeah. okay, maybe too violent for you. Yeah, boring. Yeah, the first boring. season they like torture guy to death know, in the like, cell. They yeah. like squeeze him with uh, lighter fluid. Yeah, I was crazy. like, oh, like she got through season one. Then we got to the doc season of The Wire, which uh, arguably is the worst season. Like season two of The Wire is the worst, so it's hard to get Why back in. It's an unnecessary season. This yes. is shit. My boyfriend makes me watch now <laughs> right exactly into that. necessary if you watch the wire you ha- just push through season two because it all makes sense in the end yeah, yeah. i mean every it, season the, is for... how the drug war affects that group of people and, and, you know yeah. season two showing the supply aspect yes of it. and like how those drugs get into the country right yes, which, which right. is maybe the arguably like the worst part about any like i don't give yeah. a shit about shipping <laughs> containers but yeah it does set the premise but yeah she's just like that's really boring to me i'm like you're the only person i know that would find Oz boring. Yeah, it's, it's like, totally as not boring. All, right, as all the adjectives you could use, like no fucking way. Yeah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> My last question. Yeah. Sure. Uh, obviously, there are a million reality TV shows, and one of the other big guys in the game is Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. Heard of him? Are they are they like <laughs> cool, or do you guys look at all these other like production companies that do? reality tv or like the networks that are doing reality tv are you guys is there like a rivalry or are you guys like are you also watching you know the kardashians are you watching mtv i think you have to watch you know what else is out there i mean ryan seacrest does shots of sunset so he's part oh, of shit. Yeah, yeah he's part of the Bravo that. family. I mean, obviously he co-hosts with Kelly Ripa, who's a really good friend of Andy's. Right. Andy co-hosts all the time. Ryan's such a nice guy. I think, you know, listen, like competition is competition, but like there's definitely a support group, and I think you can recognize really good products. Like it's net and, and and what people are consuming. Like you can't argue that Kardashians is a wild hit. Like yeah, for you sure. just can't. You know, like yeah. no one can take away from Andy that the Housewives are just a smash, yeah. and like people like it. What, however you think about it, like people like it, and you got to appreciate for what it is and I don't sense you know I'm sure it's like I don't know because I'm not big or famous enough you know it's like man I wish I thought of that idea Mm because that's great but I've never heard anyone say like oh fuck him that show is bad never it's mostly like wow that's an awesome idea how can we capitalize on something like that or like how does that expand our mind and our ideas because everything is really derivative of everything else right right, like every reality show is based off of real world and um, like queer eye and like those groups you know what I mean yeah there's like a certain thing like sure it's either going to be like big brothers style like are you the one is essentially a big brother but with like super but, oh, hot people well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. and exactly. lots of alcohol looking to fuck exactly yeah. where there's no actual plot they're just watching them every day and like watching everyone has their own sort of like that's what love sub-genre. island is on exactly uh, you know yeah, yeah. now on hulu but like that's what it is like it's just watching human behavior and i think people are sort of forgetting that that's 
fascinating to do mm-hmm. and whenever i like watching reality sometimes because it's like an ego boost i'm like my life ain't that bad yeah like totally. i might have had a shitty day but like yeah. i'm feeling pretty good about yeah. myself yeah. right now like yeah. i'm not mike the situation yeah yeah you know, right, like, right. i feel good you know right. him right because he's italian uh, we're all you guys all know tribe. each other right yeah that's it's what a I travesty yeah. that he is in jail oh he was just God. trying to beat the system and every man should be entitled yeah, he just to that. didn't pay nine million dollars in taxes we've Fuck all been em. there i mean who hasn't been accused of that nowadays you know uh, what I mean? Listen, I, I think if you can beat the system, you beat the system. But then yeah. you get arrested. And I guess so that's tough being a uh, man. Quick last question for me. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> if you can name some of your favorite murders, and not favorite, you know what I mean? I but know like, it's tough because there's also a podcast out there called My Favorite yes. Murder, which I have a problem with only because it's like, for us, right, we create this sort of comedic, you know, this serious topic with a little bit of a comedic twist. Yes. Um, and for me, and I don't find that a lot of podcasts do this, we want to honor the victim. Like, of course. A lot of people you know, completely idolize in a weird way to say these murderers, you know, once Eileen Wuornos and Charlie Manson, even though he didn't physically kill anybody, they have people that are obsessed with them and will yeah, want to marry it's them. Mind like, it is the original Night Stalker, like got married in prison after like this woman. Oh, loved him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Ramirez, and I'm like, have you looked at that guy? Like, he looks insane. He looks insane. Like how after, you know, so, I Not like favorite, to, but what's the most like some of the most yeah. interesting cases to you that have really the first one we with? ever covered was the East Area Rapist and the Golden State Killer, which oh, they actually yeah, they just caught. caught the guy. I read the book, so too. it all I came full circle. So that was really interesting. I mean, Eileen Wernos, you know, anytime a lot of the murderers tend to be men, yeah. and so anytime you sort of get female ones that are just notorious, I'm like whoa, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a little bit like you're a badass because yeah. just physically, like, how can you kill? A guy yeah. like I just there's nothing that I could do you know Ed Kemper 6'9 275 I got no chance and right. I said that on podcast I was like I could work out for the rest of my life and no chance uh, Ed Gein was obviously wildly great I really really enjoyed that story mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of finding about the psychological issues because you know that's just I think really at the heart of it um, and there, you know there's a lot of things with mental health like a lot of these people have mental health issues and they're thrown in prison. Yeah, like you uh, are, are thrown in prison and Except that's not helping the them. You know, that, right. That's right, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. That's not helping society when they get thrown in there. We did uh, a murder. Well, it's actually a disappearance. Well, not disappearance. It's it's, un- it's unknown what happened to her. Do you guys have you guys heard of Elisa Lamb, the elevator girl video? Yes, no. of course yeah. I have. Was she this has in like LA? a psychotic break. Yes, and yes, she's found in these water tanks at the top. 2013, I believe. It's really creepy. It's so creepy. You have to watch this YouTube video. It's about three minutes. No um, sound on it. She looks like she's in a daze. She's kind of in this psychotic break but not enough to be like oh she's having a psychotic break you're like she's quirky yeah yeah. But, you, yeah. but she's but she's hiding from things and you never see anyone else the elevator door doesn't close at all it's wild it's you know she was found in these water tanks on top of the hotel and it was really even hard to get to the water tanks no one really knows what happened to her mm-hmm. um but i love a mystery i just I, I i love a mystery and i love anything that i can learn from i never heard about this place in canada called the highway of tears have you guys heard of this no, no. basically Years and years ago, but I think it's still happening. Uh, the Highway of Tears in Canada happens to be where a lot of the indigenous people in Canada live. And a lot of people hitchhike on there. And it's just known for just killing a bunch of different women along here. And wow. for me, I'm like, why would I fucking hitchhike on this Highway of yeah. Tears? Like, why are you taking the risk? But yeah. it's poor, you know, yeah, there, there's the less forms of transportation around there. And I never even heard of it. And granted, it's in Canada, so who cares, right? Yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. Canada. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I never yeah. heard of that. And it was... Really, really <laughs> fascinating to know. And, you know, obviously the worst ones are the ones where they kill children. I think those are really, sure. really hard for me. But in terms of having a, I just want a good story. And I, and while I want it to be solved, I love a good mystery. You know, yeah. Jean Benet still will haunt me. We'll yeah. never fully know. And that's, you no. know, no, I, I said this I, in I my live show. Most people think that it is. And I said, even if, if it is the brother, let's say, I understand why the parents covered it up. I, I think it was that, the brother then. by an accident. and I Right, and I think they covered it up. Yeah. And I get that. You don't want to lose both of your kids no. that night, right? You're yeah. going to protect the one that you have, even if it was an accident with a flashlight or, or whatever. Or something, there. yeah. Like, I, I could have seen it, like, they were play wrestling or something, and he just killed her, and it was horrible, and they didn't know what to do, or it was a perfect stranger. There, the, there was too many weird specific things, the exact... The money the $118, amount, $118,000, which was what his bonus, bonus was. was. Yeah, it's yeah. really creepy. The father got a $118,000 bonus from his, his very well-paying job, and that's the exact amount of money they asked for in the ransom note. 
and all, the ransom note was written in the house. It was written in the house with paper and pencil or pen or whatever from the house. And it was a long ransom note. It wasn't like a page. It was like several pages long, like seven or eight pages. There's a lot of weird things about it. I love yeah, it. And it's like this like intelligence agency like coming after them. And it was really bizarre. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I think... I think the father. Darren? <laughs> yeah. Darren Carp. I think the father, um uh what's his name? John uh John Ramsey. Yeah. Dated Natalie Holloway's mother. Yes. And Natalie Holloway is, that is, true? is yes. the woman who disappeared in Aruba, which just blows my mind in general, but I the, think that like, they Like what a weird dated. world that you, they did date. Like two horrendous stories to happen to well, your the children mother, and you're meeting Patsy for this. Yeah. Died uh, Arguably, have a broken heart. Perhaps. Yeah. Some say she never recovered. Others say it was a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some say it was a broken heart. Some Others say it was, it was a heart attack. And that's how, yeah, you're right. Exactly. She clutched her heart and said, "Oh no, my heart! heart yeah, it feels like broken. an elephant is on my chest." Uh, exactly. <laughs> I want someone she to say she's burning hair and stuff, but I'm like, "Oh, it's broken heart. It's broken heart. Yeah, exactly. It's clogged arteries." Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, just the fact they met each other is mind blowing to me. Everything about that story is fascinating. All very good stuff. All um, really good stuff, and it's, yeah. you know, the, the unfortunate thing is that like murder is recession proof, and <laughs> yeah. we'll always have cases to talk about. When we first started the podcast, I was like, "How many murders can we talk about? They're interesting." And it's, I mean, oh, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> and fortunately, yeah. there's a ton. There's, a ton. there's yeah. a ton. Yeah. All right. Well, Darren, thank you so much thank for joining you so us. Much. This thank was you guys awesome. for having me. I really appreciate uh, it. Are you kidding? Forget it. Just, you were great. amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank Incredible. you. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, pl- keep going. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> plug whatever you want. Well, I know you plugged it at the beginning, but great podcast. Thank you, Martinis and Murder. Murders, please yes. do. Please listen to it. We have two episodes coming on a week. Another shot, and our uh, which comes out every Thursday, and our main episode comes out every Sunday. You can get that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is at Carpe Darren. You know, like seize the Darren. Seize the you Darren. Get it. Yeah. It's just my name backwards, but it's got to play on words. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. And my middle initial is E, so it actually literally is my name backwards. That's and incredible. everyone's like, "That's a great play on words." So I was like. I mean, yes, but didn't mean to be. Um, and uh, follow anything that I do on Bravo at bravotv.com slash weekly pregame, bravotv.com slash throwback bravo. There you go. Yes. Uh, you I'm, can follow me ahead. at the fart box on Instagram. <laughs> That's a pivot. It's a, it's actually that was going to be my second one. It was like carpe <laughs> fart box, and I was like, mm, no. it feels too juvenile. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. liked to have been the buffer there, but unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I did that on we purpose. Did, okay. yeah. Plan words, uh, the fart box at yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram, uh, and at Justin Perez on Twitter. Twitter because I refuse to have synergy. Yeah, I'm at Mike Coscarelli across all platforms. Uh, please follow me. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it when you guys do that. It obviously helps us stay on the top of those charts. And uh, next week, get ready. We're going to be reviewing our the star. A star is born. I, I tried to say our review of a star is born. Yeah. Oh, but, I can't wait for that one. Oh boy, <laughs> Jesus, dear I, lord. I, I sense a lot of negativity coming. This but. is going to be the only review I read. <laughs> I know, I, or listen to rather. Because no, no, no. <laughs> we'll give you a transcript. It's going to be something. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely. A lot is. of curse words. Uh, <laughs> I'm more excited for that than seeing the actual movie. Like I'm probably the only person to say that. But I'll that's give you a I preview. Feel. Save your money. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll give you a preview of my. Mine. Uh, <laughs> Get your girlfriend to buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. uh, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening, Thanks and we'll, we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.